Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And, you know, you mentioned, I want to get into this for a second. I know we're getting off the the, uh, the perfect game thing, but the Donaldson thing bothers me a little bit. And we actually talked on the Carter Roberts show about the voice of the Yankees. It was, a, it was a joke, really. We were just messing around. But I saw you tweet on it, too. And I said out loud, like, I don't think I have the pulse of the Yankee fan right now. I don't because I disagree with them on a lot of things. And the reaction to the, the Donaldson stuff is one of the things that bothers me. Like, I, I don't understand it. Like, he hits a home run in that first game. They lose. He goes on to hit more home runs. He had a good series or whatever. But the initial reaction to Donald sitting here in home runs is, oh, he just bought himself three weeks. Three more weeks of looking at this bum because he's hit a home run. <laughs> or, you know, oh, now they'll never cut him. Or that was meaningless. Or who cares? Like, good. The, the, the best home run hitter in the league is out of the lineup. Good. Right. I want this guy in home I mean, can't. Even if we like, I'm not saying Donaldson's going to turn this into a hot streak and carry carry the team or have a great season. I don't know, but I'm rooting for that. Like that's what I want to see happen. My initial reaction isn't, oh, geez, with more of this bum. Like maybe he gets hot. Maybe he hit one 472 feet yesterday. That was a, a home run that brought them from losing to winning. Yeah. That's a massive home run because if they lose that third game, then the perfect game gets tainted because no one cares. They lost two out of three to Oakland. It's an embarrassing series. It's a momentum-changing momentum changing home run. And I'm rooting for the guy. And that's what I, because I really get the sense. Many Yankee fans have already made up their minds. He's washed. He's terrible. And they may be right. But damn it, can we stop acting like we're Met fans like you just referenced or Cleveland Brown fans or everything's going to go wrong, everything sucks, this guy stinks, he'll never come out of it. Like Instead of just saying, wow, look at Josh, two home runs, a double down the line. He struck out a couple times too many in this series, but he got a couple of big hits. He's hit a home run 472 feet. Maybe he's coming out of it. Man, wouldn't that be great? Instead of, oh, geez, this guarantees me more looking at this bum. Like it just, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get the thought process of how we are so we just 
just had a perfect game. I, I know Sal went nuts. You just mentioned it. The Mets have their owners speak out on the worst series season they've had in forever, if you include expectations. And they followed it up by losing two miserable games to Milwaukee. I mean, we, we, we just had a perfect game. The Yankee fans act like we're some snake-bitten franchise because they haven't won a World Series since 09. I get it. Not good enough. Unacceptable. Fine. Head should roll. Okay. They haven't. Accountability is an issue in the organization. Fine. They're not the Cleveland Browns. They're not the Kansas City Royals. Like, can we stop acting like everything is miserable? And the reaction to Donaldson home runs, and I know it's probably a, a vocal minority who takes to Twitter, but, like, I get the impression that we hate when Donaldson hits home runs and it drives me nuts. It's one of these things that I just can't wrap my mind around because I'm rooting for the guy to have a great year. I'm rooting for the guy to turn around this bad start and actually hit some home runs. He's got eight home runs already in like, in like 80, 75 at bats. Like maybe he has a good, you know, let's see if he can do it instead of just like getting mad about it. Like it's just, I know I went off on a tangent there, but it just, no, but it, it drives that me was nuts. Great. And I'm right there with you and I'm going to add to it. So when Donaldson homered in the first game, I tweeted out, now the Yankees have to win this game. We have to break this streak. We can't go 0-6 when this guy homers. The Yankees have to win this game. And, of course, what happens? They don't win the game. So then that adds to the groupthink. And that's what I I look at a lot of Yankees as. There's a lot of groupthink on Twitter. These people do not, like, watch other baseball teams or other baseball games, and they just follow the trend. The trend is – Oh, who's the whipping boy? Hicks, Gallo, IKF. Mm-hmm. Oh, now it's Donaldson. Well, I'm just going to pile on this guy right. and uh, hate on the franchise and Cashman for bringing him here. It's like, I'm trying to win. I'm right. trying to win games without right. Aaron Judge. And if this guy is hitting home runs and putting up RBI and, and like help, like if he, even when he had the sack fly, I was like, yeah. productive out. Yeah. Like I am, I am not rooting against Josh Donaldson to the point where I'm blinded by the fact that he's helping the team. Right. He sat for two games, and he came back in the place where he started his career, and he had an impressive series. I applaud that. I don't That's hate it. the man to the point where, like, I don't want to see him succeed because he's succeeding in our uniform. He's 100%. helping us. I don't get that. And that's why I put out the tweet. And a lot, really, I put out the tweet because I think I heard Evan throwing Sean Morash's name into yeah. all of a sudden. All of a sudden now, Sean <laughs> Morash is joining – uh, Tiki and Evan. Funny how that works. And, and Sean and now, Morash is the voice of Yankee fans. Yeah. Uh, everybody stop. And he's, hey, listen, he's a good Yankee fan. And, and there to your point, there can't po- be one. Because 100%. of all of these. And that's why I put out the tweet. I'm yeah, like, listen, 100%. There can't be one voice of Yankee fans on the radio because, one, there's too many dumb fans. Yeah. Like, our fan base is too big. There's too many different opinions, too mm-hmm. many idiots. You're not going to get on the radio being an idiot. And then. Like, we hate the fan base. We hate the organization. The front office is just like, there's too many fans for one person to be able to re- represent it. And yeah. I used to work with John Boy and Joe sure. McFly, two other famous Yankees fans, and they would tell you the same thing. I can't represent all Yankee fans. Yeah. I think how I think, and I root for the Yankees to win. And in rooting for the Yankees to win, you should be rooting for yeah. Isaiah Kanafalefa and mm-hmm. Josh Donaldson to do well. Right. You shouldn't have so much hatred for Brian Cashman yep. that you want that trade to fail. I said yep. it the other night. It failed last year, but trades yeah. aren't one-year deals. No. If you look at the return now, IKF and Donaldson just in the last week have been instrumental in helping this yep. team win, and I, and I root for the Yankees. And ultimately, I want anyone that can help the Yankees right. while Aaron Judge is out to be doing so. I'm, I'm, I don't understand the Yankees' Twitter hate. And the, the group think and the piling on Josh Donaldson. I even had calls last night. 
Josh Donaldson should be DFA'd. Josh, I'm like, well, when Hicks got going, they DFA'd him. I don't think they're going to make that mistake twice. And also, Do- Josh Donaldson makes twice as much money as Aaron Hicks makes. And if he's getting hot right now, it is July. The weather's warmer. We need to ride this thing out. So I, I'm not I'm not with those fans. I, I agree with you 100%. And, and listen, I think you could still say the trade was a bad trade and then root for Donaldson. That's where we get confused. Like you said, you want to you want to reinforce how bad the trade was. You can't even enjoy the the brief moments of success from the guy. It was a bad trade. Nothing not, not to cut that. you off, but the the thing about trades is people yeah. always want to grade the trade right away. Right, right. Gary Sanchez has been on three teams since the trade. Right. And uh and Urshel you know, is on a different team with a broken pelvis. Ur- I mean it's Urshel is on his second team. He had to play first base for them, and yeah. now he's out for the season with a broken pelvis. Not saying yeah. that would happen here, whatever. But like when you're looking at it, yeah. IKF has been a has turned into a, a great utility guy. Mm-hmm. He pitches for the Yankees. He's not just the shortstop. I think a lot of the hate came in because Cashman has whiffed on the shortstop position. Right. And when you pass on a Corey Seager, when you pass on um, all of these different guys that have come through, Carlos Correa is another one that fans wanted. Trevor Story, where has Trevor Story been? Um, when you do that, it, the ire of the fans is directed at an IKF. IKF didn't ask for this, and I right. have no problem with IKF. I've been calling him IKOF, Isaiah kind of outfielder. Him yeah. playing the outfield, good. <laughs> he started us off yesterday, right? We're mm. sitting there watching the game like, hey, these guys got to get it going. Mm-hmm. Boom, solo shot. And yeah. what's the knock on him? Oh, he doesn't have enough power. But when you look at his batting average and his OPS, he deserves to play. Yeah. No. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus I agree. I, and But I'm beyond necessarily trying to justify things or it, it's just in the moment. We've made up our minds that Donaldson stinks and I can't root for him. Like, that's what bothers me because he's and he he's capable of more than what he's done. And if he hits a home run, if he's playing well, let's 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 see if we can take that for a ride. That's all. It, it, it's it's not even trying to justify a trade or anything like that. It's just a matter of like that we've deemed him done and staring at him makes us angry. And so, no, it doesn't matter. We've made up our minds and the guy hopefully can get out. I don't even know if he will. Maybe in three weeks I'll say, okay, you know, he had that brief series in Oakland, but not enough. We got to move on. I'll see. But in the moment, I'm going to try and, and root for the guy and see if he can come through with big hits. And, and this series he did. There's no doubt about it. He came through with arguably the biggest hit of the series in the home run that changed that game yesterday. So let's see how it goes. But the it's just we. It, I get it. It, though. it gets like, me so angry. Are, are frustrating. Because yes. he's like talking to the ump about the strike zone. It's like, bro, yeah. like you're staring at the ball. Like they're throwing strikes and you're not right. swinging. But when he gets a hold of them, 
they go out and he's helping the team and I'll take that. I mean, in the game that, you know, in the perfect game, honestly, in the perfect game, he struck out three times. Yeah. And uh, you, you spoke on Rizzo's play diving to his <clears throat> left. I gave Rizzo props for getting that one throw yeah. that Donaldson threw off the bag where Rizzo had to step across yeah, the switch bag. His feet, just, yeah. 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 That was that was huge. Yeah. That's one. That's one. When you're watching Yankeeography or Yankee Classic in five, ten years, yeah. you're gonna go back to being like Rizzo saved Donaldson's ass. Yeah, because the fans already hate him. Oh, and if that was imagine how the, if he no hit a perfect game. The oh perfect my God. game was broken up. He mm. would have never lived it down. He wouldn't. They would have left him in Oakland. They wouldn't have let him. Right, but let's just go to St. Louis. Right, but let's just see what Donaldson does. I'm not. I don't. I don't know if he's gonna go on a hot streak or not. But I'm rooting for it. Because it would help the team, and they desperately need offense. And uh, you know, I'm not going to say, "Oh, they should DFM and bring up Peraza." I know they're not going to do that they're at not. the moment. And he just had a series where he had two home runs, drove in a bunch of runs, and had arguably the biggest hit of the series. So let's see where it goes from here. But I'm I'm rooting for Josh Donaldson. Call me crazy. So let's talk chicken parm Volpe because yeah, what I keep hearing is uh, I guess this chicken parm dinner is everything. And like people act like okay, you know, we we found out that little bit of information. But we don't know if Dylan Lawson and the Yankees like took that information and built on it. And he, if you listen to the post game and stuff, he's saying that he's changing his approach now because we have enough of a sample size mm-hmm. to see what major league pitchers are trying to do to him. Right. And this is a young man learning on the fly. But I've said this about him: he's excelled at every level. Give him time mm-hmm. to excel at this level. Give him time to adapt, mm-hmm. and he has. Right. I think I took a call last week about how come how come they're not making Volpe lay down a bunt? And then what did you get in this series? Yeah. He lays down a bunt. Give him Perfect. time. Maybe yeah. they're telling him swing away. He's the nine hitter. Uh, but this guy raised his average a lot. And yeah. he showed me something in this series. And he's starting to come along. Our producer Ryan put in there in the yeah. last 14 games. Uh, he's got a 349 batting average and a 970 five OPS. So the numbers are coming up. He's working on it. This kid is a competitor. He doesn't want to be the worst hitter on the team mm-hmm. and he's not. And I was happy to see him have a good series to get right series against the triple A's. Yeah. Let's see if he can build bad. on know. it and do it again. Yeah. But listen, I, I don't care what you could see watching him. He looked He's better. Different. It, started, yeah. it started with taking walks. Actually. I thought he started to take a little bit of walks about a week ago. Um, and then now it's really just every at bat. It looks different. He's he's uh, he, he was hitting line drives all over the place. You know what he can do when he's on the bases. I know he got his first uh, caught stealing in the loss. Um, his first career caught. And stealing. I don't know about that. He was. I, I never liked the idea that they could just lay their legs down and, and block the entire base and infielder. But it is what it is. I, I think he was out because of that. I just hate the idea that they make it impossible to get to the base. I've never liked that. But it sounds like Major League Baseball is going to possibly change the that Yankees rule. Challenge, and I think everybody thought he was safe. And I mean, it is what it is. It yeah, it is what it is. Matter. But I, but the point being, you know what he is on the base paths. Um, and he needs to get, have him get on base. It's nice that he's on pace for twenty home runs as a rookie. That's nice. And I I, I certainly don't want to diminish the his ability to hit for power which i'm hoping will even just expand and get even better but you want him on base right now that's that's where his skill set helps the yankees the most and what he's done here drawing walks hitting line drives putting the ball in play more less strikeouts uh he he looks like a completely different hitter and yes it's against oakland but i think it's a huge step for him i said that's the donaldson box the volpe box all those check marks that you get through now they scored a ton of runs the last time they played oakland it it didn't really lead into anything then they lost judge it changes everything but 
I thought it was a great series for him and it would be such a huge addition. I mean, you, because we go over it, especially when they played in the Texas series and you went over the batting average and the OPS and the difference top to bottom a, a Volpe playing the way, like you just said, Ryan gave us the stats A Volpe who hits 350. I mean, I don't know if I'm expecting that, but a 300 Volpe, an 850 OPS Volpe playing on this team lengthens the lineup immensely. It changes who they are fundamentally. So that's a huge positive for the Yankees. And he looks so much more comfortable. And like you said, we talked about this then they, and they came out, the owner came out in the meeting in the interview that we all hated uh, and said, you know, we are, we have not even considered moving down Volpe. He's our guy. Like, and, and, I think if he starts to play like this, they're going to justify it. It takes time. They knew he was learning on the process. He had virtually no at-bats in AAA. It was going to take some time, and hopefully we're seeing the fruits of that labor. And if he could stay hot like this, they're a completely different team. So uh, you love what you saw from Volpe the last couple of days, and I hope that continues. Yeah, going back to before the series started, I had some notes from my Tell Me Something Cool going into the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Volpe was slashing 314, 415, 514 with five extra base hits in his last 12 games before this series. So it's it's clear, it's evident. Uh he's figuring it out yep. and something has worked. 